This is episode 6 of the Dragon Ball Insider Podcast, taking place on June 26, 2014. What's going on, guys? This is Anthony here over at Dragon Ball Insider. I'm here with my co-host, David, DB Eternity. What's going on, Dave? How are you? Um, well, I've been all right. I've been sick for a week, and my left uh, ear is plugged, so I can't really hear out of it that well. But other than that, I've been good. Wait, like an ear infection or something? No, no. It, it's just plugged, and I can't unplug it. I, I need um, drops, but I don't have any, so... Well, that definitely sucks. Yeah, it's definitely a lot nicer weather over here. It's been like mid to high 80s, finally. No snow, thank God. But other than that, here has been awesome. we got so much news to cover. We have Dragon Ball Z Kai coming back to Toonami. Battle of Gods is finally being licensed, or finally has been licensed, and is going to be dubbed in English in the States. And we just have so much to talk about, so we're going to keep this intro short and get started, so... Let's begin the news. Alright, so, on May 24th, Funimation announced via their official Twitter page that DBZ Kai is returning to Toonami this coming fall. This means that the fans will be more exposed to uncut version of Kai, not seen in the Nicktoons or CW version. Um, the Nicktoons and CW version were extremely heavily censored, and that gave Kai its bad reputation for being a kid show, quote-unquote. Um, so now all the fans have a chance to give it another shot, watching it without the pesky censorship as seen on those other networks, as I previously mentioned. Now, Dragon Ball Kai made its return back on April 6, 2014, starting with the, with episode 99, the beginning of the Majin Buu arc, and this is going on in Japan. It airs each Sunday morning at 9am, um, and Europe was the first continent to announce its licensing, and as we just stated, the US just announced that Kai is making its comeback to Toonami, um, during the fall. Um, the Majin Buu arc was not specified, but we do know that they are starting from the beginning, so we are going to be able to see Kai through the Cell arc, and assuming it's going to be going through the Buu arc. I mean, that's pretty much a given, considering that Kai originally was intended for international release only. It's only a matter of oh, time. Oh, yeah. Very much so. And... I don't want to get too deep into this right now, but Kai's a Kai is a huge mess right now. Yeah, it's, it's a disaster. Nothing. It's what is there an international and local version? For okay, Japan? let me explain. Go for it. So in 2012, Toei would uh, well, they were working on the Boo arc for Kai. Um, Mayumi Tanaka, the voice of Krillin, uh, hinted that. Yeah, I think she posted and, it on a, on a forum. Yeah, <laughs> on, yeah, something like that. But anyway, she revealed that they were working on it, and uh, they finished it, and they intended to release it only internationally. So, but then, uh, then they decided to air it themselves on Fuji TV, uh, for whatever reason, probably just for money. But anyway, um, this delayed Funimation's initial plans to release it this year. So we're not getting it this year, probably. Probably next year, but in, that, in, any, in any case, uh, they started airing it 
and we thought this was this was it. This is what we we're gonna get with the theme songs. They're really cool and all that, but um, it's not. Uh, Korea started airing it, and uh, it's very different. The essentially what happened is the Japan version of the Boo Arc of Kai is a condensed version of another ver of the first version Toei made. So you have the original international Kai and the Japan Kai. So they took the international version and cut even more from it to make their Japan only version. Uh, why did they do this? Well, we don't know. Nobody knows why. Uh, and, um, even the theme songs are different. Well, I can explain why. First, uh, Toei made the theme songs in-house with no promotional tie-in. Because this was intended for international release, so it doesn't, it wouldn't matter. They wouldn't get money from the theme songs anyway. But since they decided to air it in Japan, Columbia, the record label that um, works with Toei, decided to make theme songs for them. And here we have the theme songs we, we've listened to for weeks now. Um, but the, but, but yeah, they're, they're different. And the, it's going to take some getting used to because the international versions theme songs are way different and I vastly prefer the Japanese versions but it is what it is and that's what we're going to get. Yeah, that and Korea conf- yeah, Korea confirmed all of this. And uh it's called the final chapters just like Toei in Europe announced. Mm-hmm. So I I'm almost 100% certain that this is the version America will also get and not the version Japan is airing right now. That's exclusive to them. Yeah, and that in all likelihood, well, that probably means we're going to be having some more filler content. Oh, yes. Um, I was reading Konzenshu's forums today, and apparently there's a ton of filler left in from Siaman. Uh, apparently the Gohan's first date was left out, but that's pretty much it. Everything else is still there. Well, hopefully the editing is done a little bit better with the help of filler because that actually might be benefit because like we were discussing i think in our last podcast or a couple before that the editing is pretty terrible it it's very jumpy but i mean aside from that it's gotten it's okay. better yeah it's gotten better it's just i mean not many new animations i don't know if i saw any i don't know about you but um no there are no new animations just the same the green but tin the green tint's oh. gone yeah, it's still pretty bad. I I was watching it the other day, and I was trying to compare. And I was also, I think I was listening to Konzenshu's, one of their podcasts, and they said that the only animation that they found is, uh, I guess they reanimated Kibito's mouth before he um, was blasted by Dabura. But I guess that's so minuscule, that doesn't even make a difference. But in any case, it's Kai's coming back to Toonami. And it should be good, and we both encourage everyone to give it a shot because it's really not as bad as people make it out to be. And I sound redundant because we've said this so many times before, but it's not the little kid's show that everyone makes it out to be. There's um, the same amount of violence, the same amount of fighting, everything like that. 
It's just a refreshed version. It brought Dragon Ball Z to the digital age. Um, and not only that, it's more true to the manga than Dragon Ball Z, the English dub, originally was. Um, and the United States and any of the English-speaking countries really needed this dub just because it really shows what Toriyama intended as opposed to what Funimation used to target their audiences by making Goku out to be the hero and all that. So I recommend it, and I'm assuming you do as well. Yeah, I've always hated the the, the original Funimation dub. I've always hated the Ocean dub. I've always hated the Blue Water dub, the yeah. Westwood dub, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I never liked Dragon Ball Z in English until Kai, because it's just so close to the Japanese version, and it's so accurate, and the voice acting is amazing, and the script is amazing, and yeah, that's really it. Yep, but... Yep, so Kai's coming back, and we will definitely inform you on that once we do know more when exactly it's going to happen. But um, in any event, um, there's a new Dragon Ball game coming. All right, well, uh, if you haven't heard it already, um, this July issue of Jump uh, hit shelves on May 21st in Japan and announced a new Dragon Ball game for the PS4, PS3, Xbox One, and Xbox 360, um, originally it was referred to Dragon Ball New Project, but now the official name for the game is Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Um, they, uh, bon Bandai Namco uh, revealed the trailer for it at E3, and it was dubbed by Chris Sabat, so it's, pre it's pretty much confirmed for an American release. And... He and 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 in the trailer, this description um, described the game as dragon as the Dragon Ball universe is coming to the new gen systems and will fully benefit from the most powerful consoles ever created. Dragon Ball Xenoverse will bring all the frenzied battles between Goku and his fiercest enemies, such as Vegeta, Frieza, Cell, and much more, with new gameplay design. Coming along with this amazing feature, a new world setup, a mysterious city and many other amazing features to be announced over the next few months. But a question remains, an unknown fighter appears. Who is he? And uh, in the trailer, the, the, the unknown fighter has red hair, he has a scouter, capsule corp jacket. We know nothing about him other than he's buddies with uh, time patrol trunks from Dragon Ball Online. Uh, so he's definitely has something to do with time traveling, and apparently, um, I think I read that the that this character, um, can be used to directly interfere with the main story, and you can use him to guide the story along, and it and his decisions or something. Um, make the story go in whichever direction you're aiming for, but I I'm not sure. Sounds like some Final but Destination what, shit. But. Yeah. Well, what we do know is that it's developed by Dimps, who also made the Budokai series. Um, so that should be good news for people for fans of that series. Yeah, not to be mistaken with the Budokai Tenkaichi series. No, that was developed by Spike. Um, it's go it's coming on next gen consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, both of which I don't have, so I'm going to settle for the 
uh, for the previous Gen 1s. Hopefully the difference isn't all that grand. Uh, In-game transformations uh, that were cut from Battle of Z are confirmed, so that's coming back. Original battles, I'm guessing this just means the main story. Um, Fast-paced fighting game, so it's not like Ultimate Tenkaichi where it's the rock-paper-scissors mechanic. Uh, New World set up a clock that once it's stopped will start to tick again in an enigmatic and futuristic city. So I'm guessing this is uh, maybe it's a new mode or something. Uh, Not much has been revealed on this at all. It probably has something to do with this mystery character. Yeah, I would assume so. And finally, Dragon Ball Xenoverse will be coming to North America, Europe, the Middle East, Africa, and Australia. Now, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's going to be another fighting game, um, just like the Budokai series. But it's an encouraging thing to see that they're going another direction with it in terms of this new mystery character. Because if you can change the way things are going in the game, um, you'll probably have original battles, meaning different types of battles that they've never had. Um, Assuming on how you take the... uh, the fact that it's going to be original battles because it could be originally from the storyline or brand new original never before happened battles. Um, this character really resembles the character. Um, I think his name was Bandai or Bandai. He, re- I think he appeared in 2011 and um, I forget which game it was, but yeah. What? Yeah. His name was Bandai in one of the, it was like a creation character. From what I oh, so it was an Ultimate Tenkaichi. Yeah, that's Ultimate the Tenkaichi. only game that had. Yep, the, that character who appeared was Bandai, so I it looks a lot like him. There's a lot of pictures. The only thing difference is the only big difference is that he has a scouter and a cape, but other than that, it looks just like him. So, a lot of people are assuming that it's that character making his return, but I'm not quite sure that in Ultimate Tenkaichi he had these abilities to warp time, but um. It's definitely cool to see something new in addition to this same old fighting game that we've had all these years. It's almost a lot. It's almost helpless to get, come up with the original Dragon Ball game these days. I they mean, just need to make an RPG, which would be great, but it's they're not going that direction, and they haven't. And I mean, they did a while back, if I'm not mistaken. They, yeah, they did it on DS, and it worked really well, and it was really good. But yeah. mm. other than that, I mean. I'm just, I'm not really a big gamer, so I can't really say I'm looking forward to it, but we're definitely going to be covering it as more news becomes available. Um, I'll probably not skip this one, though. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a bit different mm-hmm. than the other ones, and I'm actually really curious about this new character and how he's going to do, and, um, well... Yeah, I I I skipped Battle of Z because I I just I just didn't care. Right. But this new character is kind of what's making me lean towards actually getting it to see what the hype would, is all about about him. Yeah. Um, I actually have some new news regarding this. Um, this game was actually recently listed for pre-order for both North America and the UK. Um. And they have a release date of twelve thirty one fifteen, but um, that's just a placement holder. And I was actually told by our buddy Rhyme Style that 
um, when there isn't a definitive release date, companies always set it to 12-31-2015, or X. X would represent the year. Um, so we could at least assume this game will be released in sometime in 2015. And um, MSRP for the games are um, $49.99 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and $59.99 for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And they could actually all be pre-ordered via our site. Um, we have links up and everything. Other than that, we have some really, really, really great news. Funimation finally announced that Battle of Gods is going to have a theatrical run. Long ago, a small group of pure-hearted Saiyans pooled their powers to create a savior, a Super Saiyan God. It's time. Time to wake up. Damn it! I am a Saiyan that was raised on planet Earth. I will defeat you! So tell me, how does it feel becoming a god? Yeah, so, um, recently, Funimation announced that Battle of Gods will be coming to North America this August. For a limited theatrical event for the dates of August 5th, 6th, 7th, and 9th. And yes, it will be dubbed. Dubbed. <laughs> um, they released a press release stating, Stunning animation and epic new villains highlight the new Dragon Ball Z feature film in 17 years. Beerus, the god of destruction, travels to Earth in search of a good fight. Only Goku's humanity's greatest hero can ascend to the level of Super Saiyan God and stop Beerus's rampage. We're very excited to bring Battle of Gods to the theaters across the country this summer, says Gen Fukunaga, CEO, President of Funimation Entertainment. Dragon Ball Z has always been a huge part of everything we do at Funimation. And speaking as a fan myself, I can't wait to watch it on the big screen. Funimation Entertainment will be partnering with Screen Vision, a leader in cinema, advertising, and alternative content, to bring Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods to over 350 screens across the United States and Canada. Um, I find it. Go ahead. I find it interesting how he said that. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z has always been a huge part of everything too, because fun- Dragon Ball was the reason Funimation was made. Yep. So, <laughs> I guess it makes sense either way. But um, as of now, uh, no ticket information was given. But on their website, there's a sign up form that you could sign up to be notified for when more information becomes available. Um. And like I said, Battle of Gods is going to be screened in over 350 theaters across the United States and Canada. Now, um, And don't you have confirmation on a few territories? Yes, um, in my area, but here in New Jersey, I was actually looking on some websites and I was searching for Battle of Gods, uh, websites that sell tickets specifically. And um, I know for sure that since I live in the New York, New Jersey, tri-state area, um, Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is about 35, 40 minutes from me is going to be screening this and it's showing it's 85 minutes long, which implies that it's not the extended cut, even though we have confirmation from Schemmel that he has been recording both versions. Um, I actually spoke with him on Twitter and all of a sudden he deleted his tweets after I reported on it. So again, I'm sure management probably... Chris Sabat was getting on him about having him delete his stuff, but uh, you know I'm going to go out and say, yeah, there's definitely going to be an extended cut, and it's probably going to be on the DVD they release. 
Um, other than that, um, we have some really awesome news regarding Battle of Gods um, coming to L.A. before it is released here throughout the States. So why don't you take care of that? All right. Well, two weeks after announcing that Battle of Gods will be coming to the U.S. and Canada, Funimation announced that during Anime Expo weekend, which is July 3 through 6, that they will hold a red carpet premiere of Battle of Gods. Uh, the feature will contain appearances from Funimation voice actors such as Sean Schemmel, uh, Chris Sab- Sabat, etc. And it will be dubbed in English. Um, it will be... I, I'm not sure whether this this screening specifically will be the extended cut or not, mm-hmm. um, but I'll be reporting on it. And I'll actually, I'll get to that in a bit, actually. But anyway... It will be screening at the Regal LA Live Stadium 14 Theaters in Los Angeles on Thursday, July 2014. Uh, the red carpet will be at 8, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, followed by the screening at 9 p.m. Uh, uh, well, medi- this event was is not meant for the public. This was meant for media and press so you had to ask for invitations directly to Funimation, um, to Scott Lonsky. And I did so the first day this was announced, and I, well, we got in. So we will be attending the event. Uh, well, I will be attending. Anthony ha- is, is in New Jersey, as he stated before, so he can't make it. But I was able to to secure... Uh, four spots, including me. So we have a group of four people, um, and we're we're all going to be we- um, representing Dragon Ball Insider, regardless of them not having anything to do with it. Just consider them my guests. But in in any case, uh, we'll be wearing shirts, and if anyone was uh, actually accepted. I know one person I talked to was accepted for it, regardless of not being media or press. Uh, he was accepted. But if you if you were lucky enough to actually score and get into the event, then it'd be great to to um, for you to say hi. But I I'm not I'm not expecting much, considering I'm guessing most people there will be, you know, probably not major news sources like Fox or ABC or whatever, but definitely people from, I guess, movie sites. And I don't know if Konzenshu is going to have representatives there, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did because they're the biggest Dragon Ball site out there. So I'm guessing if anyone mentioned representing them, then they would definitely get in. But our site was good enough to get in so that's good yeah uh so that's next thursday and And your shirts just came in today which is awesome yeah my shirts came in and they're great uh who made them it was actually vistaprint vistaprint okay well they're they're great yeah i I was surprised i was actually really surprised but go ahead i was gonna say well the the price for them was pretty pretty big but it, it the the quality was really good and it was it was it was pretty worth it yeah absolutely in my opinion 
so that's going to be great. And I, I feel pretty lucky that I get to go to this thing, but I'm, I don't, I don't know if I should even go to an August showing now, but I might still just for, to, to take people who weren't able to go to the, this thing, I might, yeah, because, you know, it's always a good time. And, 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 you know, watching a Dragon Ball movie in theaters is like nothing we've ever seen before, except for like conventions and stuff that would, that would show them, but this isn't this is going to be in actual theaters not your local AMC or Edwards or anything but it's still cinema so that's definitely a step up funimation has come such a long way it's pretty cool yeah and that's really all i have to say about that yeah i was just about to say for those that are listening uh typically dave isn't really one to be a fan of any sort of English dub Funimation does involving Dragon Ball Z. But until Kai came, um, his feelings sort of changed because of the improvement they made. So he's actually more excited about this film being dubbed in English than I even expected. <laughs> well, yeah, they're great now. I mean, I saw I saw the f- movie twice. Twice. First time when it came out on on uh, DVD in Japan, and second time, the extended cut. Um, but, yeah, I it's pretty pretty cool. It's I'm pretty excited about it. The trailer was really good, but the thing that worries me is that 18's old voice is back, yeah. and I don't know. I was actually going to get just into that. I'll explain all that. Um, Funimation announced the the voice cast for the movie. And um, a lot of the cast is returning from the original Dragon Ball Z dub. Um, For starters, like you were just saying, Android 18, originally when it was airing back on Toonami in in 1999, Meredith McCoy had the role of Android 18. And then Kai came around, in which Colleen Kleekenbeard took over that role. And um, now Meredith McCoy has been recast for this movie. Um, in addition, Kyle Hebert is once again the narrator after losing his role in Kai, and, um, it looks like Funimation is actually going with the correct name of Mr. Satan as opposed to Hercule, but we don't know whether or not they're actually going to say that in the film, but his name isn't Hercule. That's all you need to know. That was a Funimation name, but it's really interesting to see that all of these characters or, or all these voice actors are coming back, and... I also saw that the logo for the film, they removed uh, Kami Tokami. So yeah, they changed they the logo. Do that. Apparently they do that a lot, which I don't know. I don't know if they changed it or Toei changed it. Because, you know, Dragon Ball Z Kai as opposed to just Dragon Ball Kai? Mm-hmm. That change wasn't Funimation. That was Toei that put the Z there. Yeah. So... I don't know if it was them or Funimation that did it, but I, I, I wouldn't be. I, I don't think I don't think Funimation did it themselves because maybe they did because the Latin American version of it they also took out Kami Tokami yeah and replaced it with their version of the title yeah um so 
Now, what are your feelings on the return of these voice actors? Okay, well, Hebert is a great actor. He 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 was he was Kamina and Gurren Logon, amazing show. Uh, he was he's Kiba and Naruto. Uh, he he's he's a lot. He's he's in a lot of stuff that I've seen, and his voice is always great to hear. I just didn't like him as a narrator because his lines were so inaccurate yeah. from the original. It's not his fault, but he was just but doing the lines was were just really inaccurate. So I I I I mean he's 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 he was okay as a narrator, but you know his the in, the eccentricity the eccentricity of it was all uh meh to me. Mm-hmm. Mm, but I, I, I'm guessing for fan demand, he's gonna do that that uh, kind of voice for the narrator still. But that's fine. Yeah, well, I don't really care. At least it's only a small portion of the movie. Yeah, probably like thirty-five. In fact, forty seconds or so. It's it's the both the beginning. Well, the extended cut. It's the very beginning with the flashbacks. Yeah, and then. I'm not. I don't remember if the end had the narrator speaking. I don't remember, but it's he's he's him has narrator is kind of small. Um, his main role in that movie is Gohan. Um. Well, now for McCoy, I really am iffy about her because, firstly, again, it's probably not her fault. Funimation directed her to voice the character with no emotion whatsoever. Yeah. Because, well, she's a robot. She's an android. But that's not really the case. Krillin, in the Boo Saga, mentioned that she's still largely human, just some parts of her body were remodified. So she's pretty much a human with some remade body parts, so she's not really a robot. Yeah, hence the child. That being said... Yeah, that being said, she shouldn't have a robotic voice. Her voice was just so lifeless in the in in the in the Z dub, as opposed to the Japanese version, where it's full of emotion. Yeah, and Kai got it right. Colleen was great as eighteen. Uh, I know that fans don't like her. I don't know why. She's much better. She's much from what I've seen of McCoy. That's the only role I know she has, and just based on that, Colleen's way better mm-hmm. actor. But I don't know about McCoy now and how they're gonna make her do the voice. I'm hoping it's going to be a different take on it because, well, it sucked back then, mm-hmm. and I don't want this dub to suck. Well, what's weird is that McCoy is doing 18 and Clickenbeard is doing my. So it's not like they totally disregarded her. And I was looking no. Yeah, I was looking at her Twitter page earlier today and someone asked her if she was making her return as um as 18 and she was like, "No, uh, McCoy has reprised her reprised her role." So Obviously, there's no hard feelings there. There's got to be a reason behind it, and I'm definitely assuming that it's because no one wants to go see a movie knowing that their old original Dragon Ball Z characters aren't going to be in there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what else could it be? A lot of the fan base is extremely nostalgic 
and they refuse to like anything that doesn't sound like what they're used to. Well, I'd say that they recast her as as 18 because Mai is uh, already being voiced by Colleen, and they don't want to, you know, have two extremely similar voices like that. Yeah. But I don't know. It, as long as she pulls it off, pulls off the Japanese vibe, then I'm fine. Well, but but I'm I'm actually really really iffy on it though because Funimation dubbed Attack on Titan and that dub is absolutely atrocious. You don't like it, really? So, yeah, it's really bad. Like I can't watch it. Huh. It's accurate, but the voices are just really out of place. I need to listen to it. I haven't seen it yet. It, it's really bad. I don't like it in English, but and that was Funimation, so that was really surprising that they actually would make a bad dub nowadays. Yeah. But now I, I'm hoping that they did really well in this movie. I mean, they did a Hopefully really good job showing all the really epic scenes in their trailer. That, tra- yeah. that trailer did a really good job of representing the film and it's really, I guess, exciting parts, you could say. Because a lot of that movie is downtime, because it's a typical Toriyama theatrical movie, so. Yep, and yeah, and they, they really pulled off the trailer really well, it got me hyped for that. Yeah, and lucky, um, lucky you, you get to go see it live. And... Yeah, I get to go see it a month before everyone else does. Yep, yes you do. Um, do you have anything else to add? No, um... That I've pretty much said everything that I that I'm feeling right now. Well, that's about all the news we really have. Other than that, we really still need to get to the question A or question question and answer segment that we've been promising you guys. Um, I'm just not going to promise anything ever again, but it, it's going to come. Hmm. It's going to come. We, we're going to have a Q and A specifically um, one day, and we're also going to be discussing probably the ending of Dragon Ball. GT, which is going to be awesome, and we're going to have some special guests come on. Um, I was actually speaking to Atara Colas this morning, and she was saying how she really wants to come on board. If you don't know who she is, she's one of the female cosplayers who's pretty known around, uh, I guess, the internet fandom, and we're going to be just discussing how we got into Dragon Ball, uh, give each of our perspectives, and basically just break down what really got us into the franchise and why we still enjoy it and talk about it today after it's been around for so many years and everything is still a lot of new things are coming around games obviously the movie um i'm assuming there's going to be another special soon probably because it's dragon ball and naruto's anniversary coming up pretty soon i think it's like the 15 and 30 year or so um so it's just crazy and we're going to talk about that and we're going to have a good time. We really enjoy doing these podcasts and we and we want to do them more frequently but our our schedules are extremely conflicting considering we're on two opposite sides of the states. So um it's definitely we're going to try and pick it up hopefully get to a weekly podcast eventually but other than that we had some really great news with the Battle of Gods being licensed by Funimation finally it's coming to theaters um, in August, and the new Dragon Ball Xenoverse game, which is 
allegedly going to be around in 2015, and of course, the return of Dragon Ball Z Kai um, on Toonami, in which it's going to be completely um, non-censored, and it's going to be as epic as the original Z-dub was, but with more accuracy and more, actually, bad language also. But um, in any case, do you have anything else to add, Dave? Well, uh, it looks like we've had, we have a lot of plans for this podcast. Um, a lot of plans for this, but hmm, no, I'm I, I'll I'll I definitely want to do all that stuff we said the Q and A the Atara thing and all that stuff, but the, yeah, but like you said, the the time is the only issue. Uh, but we'll get to that, I hope, and well, that's really it, really. You you basically said everything that I felt, so. I just want to let everyone know that if you don't know, we're really trying extremely hard to get our forum active. Um, yeah, most of our followers are on Instagram. Our website gets a real lot of traffic. We have a Facebook, Twitter, etc., but... We have our website with a forum, and the forum is probably the best way to communicate with all of us at once. It's really easy to interact with each other, interact with us. It's really hard to just answer one single person or many people on Instagram because you have to go through the hassle of tagging everyone. and Basically, it's just a pain in the ass, to say the least. Our forum is just dragonballinsider.com slash forum you could literally just go on create a username I think we only have like 90 um, members and I really want to expand that community it'll, it'll be definitely great and we could all interact with one another and it'd be so much easier just to discuss things and basically I just can't stress enough how easy it will be just to interact with everyone as opposed to just trying to comment everyone back on Instagram or Twitter but um, a forum is great. Mm, yeah. If only people went on it. Yeah, exactly. I think it, w- I think it has a lot of potential, though. Absolutely. Um, but this is going to conclude our podcast. Um, Dave, other than our forum, which everyone should be dro- or joining, uh, where could they find us? Well, as you said before, we, you can clearly find us on Instagram. But we have other social networks. We can find us on Twitter, on Google+, on Tumblr, on Reddit. Uh, I think that's it. And you can also find us on our website. That's dragonballinsider.com. D-R-A-G-O-N-B-A-L-L-I-N-S-I-D-E-R.com. Also, just so everyone knows, our last podcast, we had over 5,000 listeners and downloads, which is awesome. We jumped up literally from about 500 to 5,000 listeners. So we'd like to thank everyone for staying up to date and following our podcast because as hard as it is to get it done weekly, uh, we really do the best job we can in giving you the greatest content and giving you the best content um, you guys can hear. So um, that's all from me, Dave. Um, I will talk to you soon, and, and that's about it. Yep. All right, guys. um, Thanks for listening, and hope you have a great day. See ya.
Oh, shit. Stupid dogs. He'll shut up eventually.